Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Faith is a belief. Write these down. Faith. But I'm going to really help you with faith because the reason why I really wanted to do this, I'm staying here to the end of the year. The reason why I want to teach you this, if you listen to what I'm telling you, you're going to change the world. You will change your world first, and then you could change as much of the world as you want. I'm telling you, I'm not, I, I, I went here because I didn't see this stuff working. Sometimes you're on a quest in life for wisdom, and, and that's good. Sometimes you're in a quest for life because you've got to solve problems. This, I'll tell you who started it. Um, Doug Jones told me a story in Bible school, scared me. I literally kind of flipped in my thinking there, and then I faced it when I came out, and I knew I was in trouble. He tells a story of a girl, Baptist girl, that came to Tulsa. When you go to Tulsa, Oklahoma, I went to Raymond, of course, some of you know that. During the day, they have prayer school, healing school, and healing school was in the prayer and healing school was in the afternoon, and then in the morning, while you're a student in school, they have healing school. Healing school People came from, I mean, it was freaky, the sick people that showed up. Like, I seen, you ever seen anybody with a goiter? Like, a real one, man. I seen a lady with a goiter coming out, and I was like, what in the heaven? Like, people came from, it, it was just wild. I mean, if you know somebody like that, it was just, it was freaky, because like, it was like, man, these people are really sick. Like, coming in on a stretcher. Like, I've been in that building, there was somebody in a stretcher. In the building during healing school. Like, they wheel them in, like, they ain't going to die. So during the day, you don't get to go because you're a student, but every once in a while, you run into people on campus. So I'm going, well, this is getting different. You know, we're worried. You know, they ain't students, but I'm like, these people are sick. They came from all over the world. And he told a story about a Baptist girl that came, and, and it was just, they came, and the parents were kind of embarrassed because, you know, they didn't believe in all this stuff, but their kid was sick, and they had to get it over. And he talked about how they came and how he was ministering in healing school, and he had to get this over. And he only had so much time, and basically she died. And he said, that's when I started ripping my thing out. And I freaked out because I'm sitting there as a student going, there's going to be people coming with life and death situations. This, is not, this ain't like, oh, pick up your briefcase and go be a preacher. You got responsibility, bro, and you better know what the heck you're doing. Because like, you go to work, when you build stuff, you don't expect it to fall apart. Everybody does, you know what I mean? You, whatever you do. You know, when you're cutting hair, you don't just buzz everybody with a crew cut and go, hey, here you go. Doesn't it look great? You got to do your job. Everybody's got response. You can't just be doing stuff like, oh, let me just play around. No, you got you to do your job the best of your ability. I started thinking, dude, I'm in a life and death situation in some of this thing. This is reality. So then I go, man, what do I believe and why do I believe it? So I started pulling it apart, and then I started coming out, and then I got out, and I had to deal with people, man. And I was like, life and death stuff. So then I said, well, why do we believe this stuff? And what do people believe? And I went, oh, my God. And I was like, I don't know if anybody really figured this thing out, hear me, that they can easily explain it. Because I still don't understand it. And then I'm seeing people believing, and I didn't think they had faith. Because they didn't convince me they were believing. They kind of gave me the, you know, the generic, I'm healed by stripes, and they were dying. And I'm going, something ain't right here. And then I went somewhere one time, and a lady told me, I was with a young guy, and me and him walked in, and she's telling me about how she's healed, and I said, she's going to die. And he looked at me, the young guy, and he goes, how do you know that? I said, she ain't got an ounce of faith in the world, that lady. She's scared, and she died. And I'm going, dude, there's something going on here that's freaking me out, man. We better find out what this is. Then I started traveling around the country, watching a bunch of people waiting for something to come to pass. They don't really even have faith for it get, so God can't do it. It ain't because God's a jerk, but because you got to have faith, the only thing you got to have. So what was faith? What is faith? How do we get it? How do we use it? What do we do with it? How do we release it? How do we walk in it? How do we stay in this faith thing? Because if I don't know how this stuff works, how in the world am I going to get to work? So now I'm in this quest trying to figure it out, and you try to go find it and figure this out. Then you go, you go to church, and you try to get answers from church. They, was, they were making me more confused than when I started. So I didn't know what was going on, so I figured out, you know, I'm not trying to be mean with that, but it's like, well, you know, you get all this different theology, and where do we even get this from? And then I don't want to be, I don't want to have an echo. I want to be a voice. I don't go say what everybody else says about something. Let's go find it. So I started picking it apart. And then you ever get it. Faith is the substance of these. Hope for us. The evidence is not seen. It's like some sticky material falls out the sky. Like, what is it? I don't know what it is. And then you got to start breaking it down. So I, start, I went on a quest 
Man, I'll tell you what. It took me four months. It took me four months. It took me four months. In March of 90-something, we were done about, to, I don't remember, 94, I got saved. March in the ni- late 90s, I got, I got, because I was back, I got that right, I got it in four months. I asked God, he, I've got faith is two places, walking across a room, because I wanted to know what it was. God said, faith is two places. In my spirit, I said, what in the world does that mean? He said, faith is two places. I can hear it in my spirit, Brian. I said, I don't even understand what that means. What do you mean faith is two places? I don't even know where this was. And I had to go find it. He was trying to show me. I was tracking it. Faith is in the mouth and faith is in the heart. It's two places. And if you don't get the two places to connect, you'll never get it to work. Not because God's a mean jerk. And when I say that, I said in all reverence and respect to God. But that's what everybody's blaming God. He can't undo what he said. But we got to get somebody to teach us how this stuff works. Because if you don't know how to get it over, you ain't going to get it to work. And what is it? How does it work? How does it operate? What are the laws of it? He calls it a law. Frank, he called it a law. You know what that means? Just like gravity, it's a law. If you understand the components of it, you could what? You can work with it. And that's when you start going, okay, wait a minute. i got to find something out here. i got to get this thing figured out. i got to get this thing to work called faith. Because if I don't get it to work, then it sees, that's the only, see, the only thing you have to have in operation as a New Testament believer is faith. But God can't do nothing without it. So as we start diving into it, we start seeing it. Then i got to know how to work with it. How do you release it? How do you do it? So that's what the quest was. And the answer was, and that's why we're here. And that's why you're going to hear it for, I'll tell you what, if I preach it six months, we still won't even touch it. Just when you think you start knowing something, you figure out you know nothing. It moves, man. It moves. But I'll tell you what, we're going to be the track. I promise you this. If you put these principles to work, it's going to start working. Now, Sunday, you got to go back and watch the video. I'm telling you what, that video to me is worth a million dollars. Now, I got great staff here, and you better get ready to start hearing them because you're going to hear them more. And we're going to raise people up. And some of you, we're going to raise up and we're going to do all that. But that slows me down and you can archive that and you go back and you watch it. And I need to teach like that sometimes. You know what I'm saying? And don't worry about it. And just be faithful to get in there and take notes. Because I'm smart enough to know this. God will bend it to your ear to hit your heart. And man, you'll get one little nugget. Boom, it'll just come. Because it's revelation. You know what I'm saying? So just pull in. So faith is a belief. But we have to understand some about beliefs. Beliefs have to be formed by the word of God. Okay. So faith is a belief, and your beliefs must be formed by the word of God. Very, very important. Look at Hebrews 11.1, 1, and we're going to read Hebrews 11.1, 1, and as we keep going, it's like, and just kind of keep hearing it. You know what I mean? Faith comes by hearing, not what you heard. So each time you hear, faith comes. Now, you have to make a determining factor with faith, what you're going to do with it when it shows. I'd rather you prepare yourself to hear. I'm going to go over some stuff you already know, but you need to hear it again. Because we're going to build right off the foundation, okay? I'd want, see, let me explain something about church. This is the biggest misconception. Everybody look at me. You need to come here prepared to hear every single time you walk in the door. You need to be so intense in your hearing that you will not be distracted by nothing while you're here. The level of intention and intentionality you put on what you hear is going to be the determining factor of what you receive. If you posture yourself in a position to hear, God will give you even more. Most people don't pay attention to hearing. We're going to look at it. You know where I'm going. We'll take you to Mark. But before we even go there, Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. Okay? Now faith is. Write this down. Circle it. If it's not now, it's not faith. Faith never has its tense in the future. It's always now. Everything that's going to happen is hope. If it's going to happen, it's hope. Hope, hope is a great waiter but a lousy receiver. Hope is always in the future. Hope is confident expectation. There's nothing wrong with confident expectation. Confident expectation comes from the word of God. Hope is found in the word. You have a situation, you need to find hope. You find hope within the veil. Okay? That's simple. Hebrews explains it like this. It says this. It says hope goes within the veil and what? Into the glory. That's the word of God. You look into the glory of God and you find hope for sometimes situations that seem to be hopeless. Okay? Does that make sense? You find it in the word. Faith has to have a target. Hope gives it a target to hit. Okay? You, want, you, you need to see it? I'll take you there. I can do it. It's, we got, just for saying it, I got two months. I don't really care. 
I'm talking about faith to, to, your, to your ear falls off. Then we're going to believe God and put it back on. Yeah, because you need, this is one of the most important subjects in the Bible because you can't get God to do nothing without faith. And if you don't know the laws and the operations of it, man, I'm going to tell you what. If you go to Hebrews chapter 6, okay, um, you, uh, you can start with like mm, 16, okay? If you, if you do not understand the, now, Romans says faith is a law. You understand that? You understand that? Faith is law. So what's that mean? There's rules and operations to it. The Bible says in Luke, faith's a servant. Faith is to serve you like a servant would serve. So that means you got to understand the operations of it. What do you mean there's a law of faith? Easy. Gravity's a law. There's laws out there. So once you release it, it's got to work. But if you don't release it, it can't work. So hearing ain't enough. Because hearing ain't doing much besides getting you in position. How do you release it? You've got to talk about it, all this stuff. People didn't even know. How can you relieve beliefs you have not formed? How do I form beliefs? See, here we go now, man. I didn't know all these components were in it. I thought I just believed God. That ain't technical enough. That ain't technical enough. Because you'll never, you're waiting for something. How do you know if you have the exchange? This is what I started seeing around the world. They're waiting for something they don't have the material to go get. Amplified Bible says, Hebrews 11, 1, it's a title deed. The paperwork is equivalent to the thing you want. Okay, if I've got the title to your car, how much is the title worth? The value of the car. If you got a Lamborghini and I got the paperwork, I got a $300,000 piece of paper. You getting me? You got a junker worth 50 bucks? I got a piece of, okay. You got a deed to your house. How much is your house worth? That's how much the paper's worth. See it? The faith is the title deed. I got the paperwork for the product. The product's value is found in the paperwork. You see it? What does that mean? The faith is worth the value of what I'm believing to see come to pass in my life. If I got the paperwork, I already have the ownership. I'm seeing into this place where it's coming into my life, but the paperwork's just as good enough as having the car in the driveway. It is the ownership of something I do not see yet. Because faith is what now? Is the substance of things Hope for, it's the evidence of things I cannot see with the natural eye, but my faith can materialize and let me see with my natural eye what faith has reached into the realm within the veil and pulled in. And I got news for you. Everything you need is in you anyway. Ephesians 1.3 says, God who hath blessed you with all spirits, but blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who hath blessed you with all spiritual blessings and heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Colossians 1.27, which is the mystery for the church, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Come on, somebody. What's that mean? It's in me. It's in me. It's in your spirit. It's in the man. How do I reach into the realm of the supernatural? Words, man. Words. Everything's the words. And by it, the world was framed. Look at six, let's look at 6.2, 6, 6.18, wherever I told you to go in Hebrews. Do you understand this? So write this down. Hope comes from the word of God. That's where you find hope. You got a problem right now? You need to find hope where you find hope. You find hope in the word. Hope for what? Well, I don't know what you need, what you need. Whatever you need, you find in there. For men verily swear. Now, he's explaining what Abraham figured out in covenant here, but I need you to see the back end of this. For men verily swear by the greater and oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife. Now, you want to end strife? Go back to 16 just real quick. Let me see this. You want to get out of strife? Find agreement. You fighting in the house? Go find agreement. You got strife in your life? Find agreement. An, an oath is an end of the strife. Agreement is the end of strife. Once you, you know what you're saying? You're like, we fighting about stuff. You fighting because you haven't found agreement yet. You understand? Agree that God will lead you if you cannot agree on right or left. I give you marriage 101 tip. You ready for it? 
you want to go this way, she wants to go that way, whatever, all that right, left business, you know, I want to do this, you want to, stop, time out. Let's agree God will lead us because we are in a disagreement right now. The faster you can find agreement, the faster you will find guidance. See it? Because everybody wants to be right. I don't want to be right, I want to be in God. So be where God wants you to be. You know what I'm saying? So my way, your way, stop. Find agreement. End strife. You want to know how you get strife? rid of strife? You got a partnership. You got business. You want to get rid of strife? Find agreement. Agree that you have not agreed and that God will lead you. But find agreement, otherwise you're going to keep strife. That's a million-dollar nugget. That's free. Come on. All the rest of this is going to cost you your life. 17, here we go. We're in God. <laughs> more and more, I got more abundantly. So his what? Heirs. Now, that's you. The promise of the immutability of his counsel. And where he could not lie, confirmed it by an oath. Go. Beautiful. You're doing great. That by two immutable things. It's impossible for God to lie. We might have strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. See hope? Everybody write this down. Hope is confident expectation or joyful anticipation. Got a book about it. That one I wrote. <laughs> I write all of them. I just preach them first. Joy, hope is confident expectation with joyful anticipation. Yeah, you got to be joyful. Joyful anticipation. You ain't got no joy. Most people look like they've been sucking on lemons. They got no joy. <laughs> Man, put a smile on your face. Just be happy. I ain't got nothing to be up. You breathing? You know what I'm saying? You got you woke up today? You got something to be happy about. Life is precious, man. Yeah, you know what I mean? Some of you people need to go to a nursing home or somewhere. No, I'm being serious. I'm not playing around, man. Johnny helped me all day long. When he when he went to that mailbox that time, it took him a half hour to walk to the mailbox with a walker. I was like, I felt like smacking a tar. I swear to you on the ride home, I, if I could have punched myself in the face, I would have did it. I swear to you, I would have. Take for granted. Take everything for granted. Take everything for granted. We don't know how good life is. Think we got it bad. You somebody got it worse. Cut it out. And let me tell you something. Depression's a spirit. All you people dealing with all this stuff. Listen to me. I'm not belittling this. And I know America's all hot to trot. It's a devil. I don't care what none of these people be telling you about all this stuff. It's a devil, and you got to renew your mind. Now there's clinical stuff to it. I understand that. And yes, there is. But I'm gonna give you the word of God. Put the work in. We're gonna win. You ain't gotta live depressed. You understand that? Jesus Christ didn't die to leave you broken. Understand that? Come in here and say, you want to do the work. You know what it took? Praying tongues to something breaks. They don't talk like this no more in church. How long I got to pray in tongues? Till you break the devil's back. What do you mean break the devil? You're crazy, Sarno. Stay there till you beat him. That joker don't want to show up nowhere where I'm at. He's scared of me. What you mean he's scared of you? He's scared of me. Because he tried to take me out. He tried to take everybody out. Just don't die. Can't kill a dead man anyway. Just stand there. So I ain't going nowhere. You got to leave. You leave. He'll push against you as long as he can. No, you leave. He tried to break you, get you to quit. Oh, what are you going to do now? Win? Have the greatest comeback the earth's ever seen? What you going to do now? What you going to do now? Have a comeback they are going to write about? Come on, man. You ain't done. Faith. Overcome the world. Stand there with faith. Don't you ever quit. I can't take it. G guess what? Don't worry about it. Nobody could take it. He took it for you. Stand there and say, praise the Lord. See, but you get all quiet. See, you got to do the stuff it takes to win. He's pushing against your mind. You get praise coming out your mouth. Glory to God. And you tell him. Man, Brother Norval scared me that one time. Will, you were with me. Remember I got you in trouble? I got Will in trouble. I said, Will wants to know how to cast out devils. Remember I told him that in the pool? I set him up so bad. I was mean. I wasn't mean in a bad way. I said, Brother Norval, I said, Will wants to know how to cast out devils. He don't know what's up or something. Remember? And he's like, he got, he got all hot, right? He's like, you take authority over it. I said, yeah, Will, you better take authority over it. 
<laughs> he got hot <laughs> with them pools. Remember that? Man, we look like two little guys. <laughs> we got the little noodles over there. I was like, oh, this is great. He said, take authority over it. People running around, you know, oh, I don't believe in the devil. That's because you're a nitwit. You don't believe in the devil, you crazy cuckoo. What are you, nuts? You don't believe in the devil? Comes to steal, kill, and destroy. You better believe in the devil. Don't put no faith in that nitwit, but you better start putting faith in your mouth to dominate him. Who you think's lying to you? Who you think's telling you that you can't do it in your head? Who you think's telling you go to? Who you think's tempting you? God, I never tempted you a day in your life. Who's telling you the stuff that you hear in your head? You don't believe in the devil. He's talking all day long. You better talk back. And don't talk like a little baby Christian. You loud, Pastor Chris. Yeah, you're too quiet and nervous for me. I'm not mad at you. I love you guys. You know what I'm saying? You're kind of loud. You're kind of wild. Uh, you're kind of a little baby Christian. Getting beat up all day long. I'm not getting beat up. No way. You start doing the hitting. I don't know if I like you, Pastor Chris. I don't know if I like you. I didn't come here for a popularity poll. Come here to win. You know what I'm saying? How you win? I don't know if I want to win. I think you're yelling at me. I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at the atmosphere that's trying to control you. Oh, haven't you figured this out yet? Especially, you're all you're all loud and you screaming as I'm screaming at the voices that are hanging around your head. Oh, you don't think you bring your junk with you when you try to come in here? I just don't let it stay. It's an open heaven in here. People come in here and they're like, I like it in here. It's feel, I go, I feel, I hear, feel, I feel comfortable in the church. Yeah, because I gotta fight all your devils. That's why. Fight your crazy head. Make you come in here. At <laughs> the one dude, he still comes. He's probably watching. He didn't want to come in the miracle center. They brought him in the car. And he said, I'm not going in that building. He's still with me to this day. His daddy, he'll testify. He said, I'm not going in that building. They drove all the way down with the kid. He's probably watching. God bless him. He was in the parking lot. I said, I'm not going in that building. He said, I'm not going in that building. Ross was with me. They called up and said, they're coming. I said, bring them. He said, I'm not going in that building at the Miracle Center. He said, I'm not going in there. Daddy sat in the parking lot for a half hour trying to get the kid to come in the building. Got in the building, came in the line, and instantly was delivered. Never had to worry about a day in his life. Now, listen to me. Who you think was trying to stop him from getting in the building? Hello? Who you think's trying to stop you from getting around the anointing? Who you think's trying to, you know, this is crazy. We didn't, we didn't learn this in the Catholic Church, that's for sure. Come on, somebody. They don't talk like this. I didn't even know I'm in a fight. I didn't even know there's a battle going on. I don't even know what's going on. That's why you got to go listen to somebody. Do you, by the way, are you your own dentist? Do you work on your own teeth? No, are you, do you do you do you do you do you do you do your own eye exams? Are you an examinist of the eyes? Are you an ophthalmologist? No, are you are you are you are you a cardiologist? Are you are you you just oh I probably got a little lower no no you do you do you self do you do self diagnose yourself? Are you no no? So now you're all spiritual geniuses. I love you, and yes, you know a lot, but I'm telling you how to win. Take the medicine. I told Angela Lay. Take it three times a day. She goes, thank you, doctor. I said, amen. Praise the Lord. Here's your prescription. I got a doctor too. That I think I actually earned. I don't know. I did a lot of that work. I took a test, I think. Whatever. I'm in. Praise God. You understand? I'm writing you a prescription. I'm writing you a prescription. So, oh, next time that something's negatively coming at my mind, I need to open my mouth. There you go, guys. But you know what it is? I'm, I'm probably not going to do that because I don't want to do that because that's what, well, then you deal with the drama you got to deal with. But if you don't start opening your mouth, he'll sleep talking to your head because he's a bully. He doesn't want, he'll just, oh, what are you going to do? 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 Why don't you shut up, devil? I bind you in the name of Jesus. Start talking about the blood and the power of the name of Jesus and start telling him, hey, guess what? Oh, I went to church and I'm really jacked up now, devil. I found out that the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus is my weapon of warfare. And the next time you start, I'm going to say, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus. And just keep saying it. And then you'll win. What do you do when he pushes? Push back. And then you break him. You have one of these days. Let me tell you, everybody's going to have a day. It's the greatest day of your life. You're going to have a day. It's a great standoff. Just win. Don't, don't come out. Stay there. Everyone knows, 
Okay. I'll give you a minute. Go. He'll lose. And you'll win. And then you got one leg up, man. And you say, nah, man. You ain't pushing me around no more. I'm going to start doing the pushing. And then you start helping people. He's a dirt, the devil's a dirtbag. Miserable. I had that kid that time. That's nothing. 12-year-old kid. Devil told him, choking him at night, telling him he's going to die. Kids turning blue. Ain't that great. Ain't that great. Amy saying changed my life. I walk in the room. I say, what to do? He said, he tells me in the middle of the night. The devil's killing him. He has some disease. He said, I'm turning blue. He can't breathe. And he tells me he's going to kill me. I said, man, I'll tell you what. That's the day I learned I'm not fighting fair. I'm fighting a win. I ain't got to be nice. I'll get the blood, the name, the oil. I'll lay hands on myself. I don't care what it takes to win. I'm not losing. I'll poke you in the eye, man. I'm going to win. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's talking to your head. Get it coming out of your mouth. You ain't going to tell me what my destiny is going to be. You're not going to tell me what I'm going to do. You're not going to tell me where I can go. You're not going to tell me what I can think. You're not going to tell me nothing. You understand me? I got authority over you. I got power over you. Amen? Amen? And, and don't go praying. And you better stop praying in tongues and hiding in a corner. It ain't time to pray in the spirit then. It's time to open your mouth and declare and decree dominion. You understand that? Load up in tongues in the prayer closet and then come out later on and say, now I'm ready to talk. Yeah, but like, I'm going to go pray in the spirit now. Ain't no time for praying in the spirit right now. It's time to declare your victory. So they, well, you pray in tongues? Yeah, we pray in tongues. You should pray in tongues too. That's another thing too. Church don't want to talk about praying in tongues. Better not talk about praying in tongues. People are going to get nervous. Yeah, people with devils are going to get nervous. Come on. I ain't get nervous about the gospel. It's the power of God. I ain't compromising this stuff. Go in there and be like, oh, be a pablum puppeteer, puppeteering in the puppet. No. I know puppet. You might get somebody excited. Somebody better get excited. You might be dying if you're not. Come on. Where are we at? I don't even remember. Hebrews 6. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, I got all excited. But I'm telling you, this is how you win. I don't know what this has got to do with faith, but this is how you get it. Because faith overcomes the world. See, you got to understand something. You got to lift up the shield of faith and quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Faith is a shield to protect you and your beliefs. If you don't believe you got an enemy, you lost already. You know what I'm saying? They told Brother Norman, remember that story I told you about the preachers came and got them? Preachers come and got them, and they say, Brother Norman, we think you think there's, there's a devil behind every tree. They were picking on them. Yeah. Brother Norman, you think there's a devil behind every tree. Every time you talk, you talk about the devil. Every time you talk, talk about the devil. Every time you talk about the devil. Always talk about the devil. Talk about the devil. Devil this, devil that, devil that. I think you think there's a devil behind every tree. He said, no, I think there's two devils behind every tree. And they kept picking on him, you know, talking about blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, you want to see the devil? I'll show him where he's at. And they said, where's that? He said, open your wallet. I'll show them to you. Because they're broke. Ain't got enough money for their vision. Well, the devil's not doing nothing. He's doing a lot more than you think he's doing in your life. You better go get dominion over him. You see what I'm saying? Everywhere. Everywhere it don't look like the gospel's working in your life. He's working overtime to keep stuff from you. You understand what that means? Yeah, you think he's going to come running down the street with a pitchfork in his hand and a big old tail and horns pointing out of his head? This ain't Halloween. Wake up. He's slippery. You ever, catch, you ever see a good thief? Nope, you don't catch a good thief. He never get caught. That's why he's good. They got one guy in town. He robbed a bunch of TVs. They were telling me about it. I didn't tell you that story. I went to the place. and said, yeah, the Joker robbed like $100,000 of TVs. They know who it is. They know everything about it. They said, it's him. We know it's him. We just can't catch him. He got the same MO everywhere he goes. Does the same way he does, and they still ain't caught him. You know why he's a good thief? See, the devil runs around telling you who he is. Oh, it's me. I'm a thief. You know, he's high. He's taking stuff that you can't see. You got to catch him. Make him pay seven times. You're about to catch a thief. How you catch him? You catch him with that word. Try to come in there. You say, no, you ain't coming in here. You ain't coming in here. I got the name in the blood. I'm not trying to get you nervous. Ain't nothing to get nervous about. You got victory and power. You understand that? But here's the thing with people. People think, well, I don't know. I'm like living in a, you live in an imaginary world. I don't know if this is going. You got to have faith. He's trying to rob from you. He'll take everything he can get his hands on. Don't let him do it. You see him reach out, smack. You ain't getting that. You ain't getting that stuff. You ain't allowed to. You ain't taking my. They ain't taking nothing from me. That's what you start telling him. You can't steal nothing from me. Take dominion over him. Okay. So he put hope before you in the word. Watch nineteen. Here we go. Which hope we have as an anchor of the soul. 
Now, hope is found in word. It anchors your mind, your will, and your emotions. Sure and steadfast with enter within the veil. Right? Keep going. Watch this. The forerunner entered in even Jesus made a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Now, here's what he's saying. The hope goes within the veil. Behind the veil is the glory. The glory is found in the word. The hope is found in the word of God. When you go to the word of God, hope comes. Hope cannot produce anything without faith. You understand this? Hope manifests an opportunity. Faith hits the target. But hope against, remember Abraham against hope, believed in hope. That means with no confident expectation, he believed in it, but he still had to have faith to release it. So does that make sense? We look to the word of God to find hope, but then we have to what? You can't just have mental, mental assent is mental agreement. You know what that means? Oh, I agree with the Bible, but that don't mean nothing. So you agree with it, big deal. You gotta have faith for it. Agreeing that God can do it doesn't mean you believe he can do it for you. You see it? So mental agreement or mental assent is just agreement like, oh yeah, I believe the Bible, but can he do it for you? Come on, somebody. You understand what I'm saying? Are you seeing this or not? Are you pulling this in? Mental assent, mental, you understand this? Mental assent is not enough. You understand that? Look, it. so where do you find hope? In the word. So, so get this, right? You want to go to Hebrews 11.1? 1, and you want to see this? Then we can look at it in the Amplified. Did you pull that ahead? Faith overcomes the world. See that? How do you overcome your world? Faith. 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 You see it? Faith, faith shield. Hebrews chapter 6. We mean faith shield. Quench the fiery darts. I'll show it to you. Now faith is the title deed. Now let me read in the King James and we'll read it over here. Go to King James first, please, if you can. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. Right? We understand that. By it, we understand the elders obtained a good report. Three. Go to three, please. Through faith, we understand that the world's reframed by what? By the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made with the things that appear. You better understand that now. Go back to three. I'll go slow. Did you go back to verse one? You, you got to go slow. Everybody, med, med, meditate. Come on, marinate, meditate. Come on, you see this thing? You got to stay here now. You got to think. I'm gonna make you think in here because you're smart people. You're brilliant. You understand how smart you are? And stop thinking you stupid. You ain't stupid. You understand that? You're brilliant. You got the wisdom of God in you. You understand that? I care what kind of grades you got in school? I care less. You're brilliant. You're spiritually brilliant. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were the smartest Hebrew kids out of everybody. It wasn't because they went to school. They had God. God will make you smart. You become brilliant in a day. You will, man. Something just hits you. Like, where'd that come from? Holy Ghost. Now faith, now you know what this is? Now we go slow. Now faith, if it ain't now, it ain't faith, is the substance. Now substance is a weird word. We'll explain it later. Okay? Substance is kind of sticky. What is substance? It'll explain. It reads better than Amplified as far as I'm concerned. But see, here's the thing. There's three words that kind of lock in with that. Confidence is another one. I got them in here. There's three words that you could trace throughout the Bible for substance. They, they translate into this. Write this down. Substance can now actually be translated into um, this. Same three words. He uses it as person, confidence, and substance. Person, confidence, and substance. Hebrews 1 and 3, he says the expressed image of his person. Same word as confidence in another translation in, 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 uh, in Hebrews 3.14. And in Hebrews 11.1, 1, he uses the word substance. So just write these down. We're going to check them over. So Hebrews 1 and 3, just write it down. Hebrews 1 and 3, who being the brightness of the glory and the expressed image of his person. Same word. Same word, person. Okay. And Hebrews 3.14, for we are made partakers of Christ if we hold beginning our confidence, same word person, same word substance, same word confidence. Okay? Does that make sense? So three different English translations from a Greek word, which is like, it's kind of like hypotumonous or whatever that thing means. Who cares? But anyway, right? 
God bless the Greeks, all right? What do you want from me? Okay, right? I can't say it right. What do you want? Right? Okay, so here we go. You understand what I'm saying? Person, confidence, substance. All three of them are a little sticky. Amplified makes it clear, okay? Stay right here. Pull this in. Now faith is the substance of things. Okay, what happens if you got hope? It pulls it up. Now, go slow. Hope gives me what? A shot at this thing. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. So, faith can materialize your hopes. You see it? Faith can materialize your hopes, but you got to have hope first. Does that make sense? Hope comes from the word. Then it's got to be faith first. You understand what I'm saying? But if you ain't got no hope, what the heck are you going to do? You ain't going to do nothing. You're just going to sit there and live through home joy. Most Christians live this kind of life. Well, as long as I don't got problems, I ain't believing God for nothing. I'm just going to, like, slip on through. No, 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 no. You got promises, you're going to have problems because you're going to have pressure. But with no promises, you ain't going to have no victories. No, you got to go for it. So get some promises. So hope comes from the word. You see it? Now, but the ev- now watch this now. Now, faith is what? The materializing of things hoped for, it is the what? The evidence of things not seen. So when you can't see the thing, and look at me. When you can't see the thing, evidence is your paperwork, the title deed. See that? Where's your evidence? I ain't got the thing, but I got the paperwork for the thing. So where's your car? If you ain't got no car, you sign the paper, you got the title? The paper is the car. The word is his promise. You see it? You got the word, it's as good as having it. Hey, let me ask you a question. If you got the paperwork for the house, you got the title to the house, is it as good as having the house? You better stink and believe it is. It is the house. You see it? The title is the car. You see what I'm saying? Are you getting that? The paperwork for the house, the title for the house is the house. It's the value of the house is in the paperwork. You seen it? You see it? You pull it in? What you got? Where's your house? In here. I got the paperwork. See what I'm saying? The word. You see it? And that word will materialize the stuff in it. And then once it shows up in there, once it shows up, see, everybody gets all excited when you see it with your senses. It should be just as real to you when you believe it. Because it's more real. I got news for you. <laughs> this is stupid. It's going to sound so bad. I mean, when I say stupid, it's kind of goofy to say this. It's more real when you don't see it than when you do see it. It sounds funny, but let me get it's more real. What you mean? Because when it materializes, what? It's just the end of what you've already received. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm so excited when I first receive it. Woo, I get excited. That's why I say you receive it with joy, but most people can't hang on to that joy all the way through to what? Materialization. You know what I mean? That's bad English, but it has to materialize. And until everybody, ooh, I got it. I'm excited. But you can't hang on to excitement long enough to see it materialize. You ain't going to have it. You got to be excited at day 50 as you were day one. See what I'm saying? Now, most people can't win there. That's where you win. That's when you stop walking by what you see and you walk by what you don't see. Abraham was firmly persuaded. Man, I, I killed it in Belgium. I made PL. I said, write that. I told her before I said it. I said, write, it, write this down when I say. I'll get the note for her. I said, write this down. I stopped in the middle of it. Translator and all. I said, write this down. I got it. Golden nugget. Faith's growth is not before you've released it. It comes after you release it. You better write that down. That's a million-dollar nugget. I'll explain it. Faith's growth, is, faith's growth is not before you release it. Faith's growth comes after it's already been released. <clears throat> Abraham never had a problem with the staggering until faith was released. We've been teaching you grow it before you release it. You're going to have to grow it after you release it. It never grows before, and that's what's left people in a stagnation of not releasing it because they don't feel qualified for what that promise says you can have. But I got news for you. You qualified, baby. Just let it rip. But once you let it rip, don't jack it up with your mouth because now you, like, you're going to be a pull of Peter. Bid me come, Lord. I see you out there on the water. Jesus said, come. See, when he's seen in the realm of what he wanted, you're going to get excited out there. It's like a candy shop, like, and Jesus is slick, too, not like in a slick, deceptive way, but he's cool. He's like, come, you want it? Come get it. It's yours anyway. But then once you get out there, you got to be able to maintain out there. See, everybody, all the rookies could do this in the boat. 
you got to be able to do this out in the water, baby. And you're going to see the wind and get some people like, oh, I'm under pressure. You better embrace pressure. See, the wind and the waves don't show up until you're defying it. Let me give you a million-dollar nugget about pressure. If you ain't got some pressure, you probably ain't got no promises. But the minute you got promises, you're going to see pressure going to manifest. Because whenever you push the law of natural and step into supernatural, natural is going to start screaming, get back in the boat. Get out of here. You ain't supposed to be out here in the water. Go back in the boat. Go back on the dry land. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Jesus, Jesus is cool. He is rolling. Cape flowing. Breeze in his hair. Cool breeze in my hair. <laughs> Jesus is chilling. Robe on and sandals. Just chilling. Wind blowing 40 miles an hour. He don't care. Waves are screaming. Ocean's going nuts. He's just walking on water. Hey, what's up? Peter's falling in the lake. Peter's like, I'm flipping out and tripping. Jesus' is like, why are you sinking? Because faith got him out there, but he didn't keep his faith. Now, I would say, well, he took his eyes off Jesus. I don't care where he put his thinking eyes. He came off his faith. See, he spoke, bid me come. Come on. Oh, I see Jesus. He's out here. It looks like a ghost. It's me. If it's you, Lord, bid me come. Come on. You got the mouth to come on? Then come on. But your mouth better keep you there. See what I'm saying? What did he say? He spoke it. He got out on the water. He heard something that gave him faith. Bid me come. Come on. But I got news for you. Once you get out there, now you got to maintain out there. That's where it gets rough. Because now I'm out there on a word. And it don't look like the word's working. You better catch what I just said. He's out there on a word, but the word don't look like it's working. Why is it windy out here? Because it's going to stay windy out here, kid. Why is it breezy out here? It don't look like I'm walking. Don't worry about it. Just sit still and don't say nothing different and stop thinking what you're thinking. You're about ready to sink because you got the wrong idea. And he fell in the lake because why? He took his faith off of what he heard. Faith comes by hearing, Romans 10, 17, hearing by the word of God. Faith gets affected by which, what, what God, what, guys, what sold them out? His senses. I see something, I feel something, I think something. His senses buried him. Faith got him out there, but he started looking at his senses to tell me whether his faith was working. Ooh, you better get this, that's a miracle, write this down. You can't look at your senses to tell me whether faith's working. This stuff don't make no sense. Jesus is crazy. Do I know this? Do you want to hear something? This is going to sound bad. I don't care. I'm going to be in timeout when we get to heaven, but it's going to be okay. Right? God's crazy, and so is Jesus. they both crazy. Is that sad? Does that sound bad? I don't care. I said it. I ain't taking it back neither. He's crazy. This stuff is nuts. If you think this stuff makes sense, you are psychotic, man. I'm just telling you now. You're clinically nuts. I need money. I'm supposed to give away the little bit of money I got. That don't make no sense nowhere in any math class I've ever been in. Can you help me? Oh, I got an idea. You need to speak to it. What is speaking to something going to do? How about this one? You don't think that's nuts? This one's totally over the top crazy. You are dying. Lay hands on them and they will recover. Are you nuts? I'm going to throw a chair. Take your hand and lay it on somebody and pray what? Pray that I feel better? No, just bless them in the name of Jesus and they shall recover. Shall recover from what? Death? Yeah, that's my system. Well, bro, you, you, you're gone. This makes sense? Y'all lie. You know what? Everyone in here, y'all need to repent before you leave because I don't know if you're going to heaven. Y'all lie. <laughs> this makes sense? This makes no sense. You got Dude, bro, this don't even make spiritual sense, let alone natural sense. Uh-huh. I'm not just trying to be funny. This makes sense. Can you, can we, could you, couldn't you have, like, miracle pills? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Wouldn't it been great if there was like a miracle pill in your Bible? Just take the miracle pill and we'll be healed. I would have believed that easier than you somebody laid their hand. And then who lays hands? Anybody. Anybody could do it. Are you gone? Are you totally nuts? And then I'm looking at who's laying hands on me, go like, you don't even live that holy. How do I know your hands work? Right. Ain't this good? Yeah. Laying hands. I, I don't bro, I seen you the other day. You don't look that saved. And did those hands work? He's like, yeah, lay hands. Dude, it's in the system. Are you getting it? The system works 
It wasn't our idea. Work the system. The system produces the results. I, that's why I said the foolish things are going to blow out the wisdom of man. This stuff is gone. But if you stay in the system and release faith in the system, you can speak to a mountain and it's got to move. A mountain's going to move by words? Yep. That's the system he put together. Now, you see, when you put faith in the system, the system works. Stop putting faith in your faith and put faith in his system. That's when your life changes. I, ain't, I don't understand none of this stuff. I'm just going to do it. Praying in tongues don't make no sense. I'm praying. What am I praying? Oh, you're praying the perfect plan of God. When you sit there and go, that don't make no sense whatsoever. That is gone, out there. Another planet. I'm just being real, dude. You praying the perfect plan of will of God to God, and I don't understand a word I'm saying. Join the club. Don't try to figure it out, though, because you won't do it. Just be obedient to do it and watch the, real, watch the effect it has on your life. You see what I'm saying? That's why God's like, you ain't going to figure me out. You can't figure me out. That's why you got to have faith for everything I ask you to do. And if you don't have faith, you won't do it. And if you don't start doing it, you're not going to see change. And if you think you're going to figure it out, you won't do none of it. And if you're going to do it your way, you ain't going to have nothing. So either take it as my way or get no way because you ain't going to change who I am. Now, you either conform and then you manifest and transform or you stay in your world and keep doing it your way. How's that working out for you? Not too hot. So what you do? You break yourself and pick up a system that if you would have embraced early, you could have been mastering by now. So stop trying to figure it out. God rebuked me. He told me, so you know your problem is? You need to figure it out before you do it. You need to have understanding before you do it. I didn't ask you to understand it. I just told you to do it. Man, that tongue's thing hit me in the head with it. It smacked me right in the face. We were writing that book. Serious. He said, you know your problem is? I said, this should be great. It's probably a list. <laughs> I got a lot of things. <laughs> I was thinking like, oh, Jesus, right? Wait, Jesus, let me go get my computer out. One. <laughs> I got to write this stuff down. He said, you know your problem is? I said, this should be a doozy. He said, you need to understand it before you do it. I never asked you to understand it. I told you to do it out of obedience. You don't got to understand it. Just do it. Man, alive in heaven. Glory to God. What do you mean? Well, get, just do it in obedience. Faith. Do it by faith. Do it by faith. I ain't got no faith in it. It's because you ain't heard enough. Whatever you need faith to do, go get faith to hear. I don't know why I should go. Go get a series on praying in the spirit. Faith will come for it. You ever notice you get really excited about what I'm preaching about, and then once I'm done preaching about it, you ain't as excited about it? Faith comes by hearing. Hearing. You ever notice like we're, oh, my God, oh, it's confession. Everything's confession. My God, because we're talking about confession. Oh, God, everything's this. Everything's Holy Ghost. Yeah, because we're talking about Holy Ghost. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing. Did you get that? Y'all, let's read. Where, oh, my Jesus, 825. Clock's broke. I got six hours. I'm six hours ahead. Wow. Imagine if I get these people to midnight. They won't come back. Hebrews 11.1. Don't say keep going. You're not gonna let, they're not going to let me. Because somebody's going to get mad about it. Who's going to get mad if we stay till midnight? Y'all lie. Look, you lie in the church, man. <laughs> I'm not going to keep you that long. She's the only honest person in the church. Look, Kentucky's like, I got to go to work in the morning. My God in heaven, glory to God. Coach is like, look, those kids show up early. I'm not going to keep you a minute. Give me two minutes. Ready? Go to Hebrews 11. That was funny, though. At least you got honesty. Honesty. Can you see Hebrews 11? Look, we're going to go one, two, and three, and then we're going to let you go. Come on, smile. Come on, smile. You know I love you. I just got to give you a little bit, you know, work here a little bit. I'm not going to keep you to midnight. Maybe 1130. Now, fate is a substance of things, of for it's the evidence of things. So why are you looking in the scene room to tell me whether faith's working? Don't show up there until it's done. So stop looking at your senses and tell me whether your faith's working. Don't look. I'm gonna give you. Th- I'll give you these three things Sunday, but don't look at. Uh, there's more. Don't look at changed circumstances to tell me whether your faith's working or not. Can't 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 go there to tell me. You can't use that as a gauge to tell me whether faith's working. My circumstances ain't changed yet. Just hang on. Be quiet. Relax. Don't go look at it. That's what people do. I, I pray to believe God. Amen. Where is it? <laughs> Am I right? Don't you love it? 
Don't you love it? Like, I, I pray I believe God. Hallelujah. Where is it? You didn't even get out of prayer. You didn't even walk out the room. Where is it? I don't know if it worked. Let me go back. God, you hear me? <laughs> I'm telling you, we've something else, ain't we? <laughs> right? You know? I don't, how about this one? I don't see nothing. I don't feel no different. <laughs> Good job. What, what, <laughs> praise God. Way to go. Way to, way, to, way to take faith right into your senses. You all deserve a hand clap. Amen. Look at your neighbor say he's talking about you. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. Look at your neighbor say you too. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I pray my body don't feel no better. I went down there, Pastor Chris, put oil on my head. My knee still hurts. Praise be to God. I got pain. That's great. That's what Jesus told you. Look for the pain. <laughs> I, back in the day when we had those really, we need to have another one in there. I mean, we used to have miracle meetings in here. Oh, my God. We had people like, the one lady had cancer and she left it. Remember that? Yeah, she had it in her body. It came out of her. Yeah, I mean, we had stuff going on. We need to go do miracle meetings. 2020 is going to be the greater glory anyway. We have a miracle meeting on a Friday night. We'll bring some winners in here. It'll be great, man. It'll be great. I used to have to tell them how to go. I said, stop looking for the pain. Look for the healing. Because everybody goes looking for the pain. Don't look for the pain. Look for the miracle. Yeah, there was people going on. It was wild in here. That lady had cancer in her body. She left it. Came out of her. I don't care how it comes out. I had one lady blew up in her. Yeah, I kept telling her, you're going to blow up, you're going to blow up. Remember that? She came back, she said, I blew up in the middle of the night. I had to go to the doctor. I said, oh, my God. She went to the hospital. It was a cyst, a cancerous cyst that exploded. Yeah, man, it's great. We had that one joker. Remember that one joker? Me and him. Oh, my God. He was cussing like, oh, my God. Man, I used to get into some stuff. Imagine me on the road. Me and him were working, and the guy had cancer in his throat. And I told him, I said, God, blow it out of him. I don't even remember praying it. And he called us back up and showed us x-rays where the thing blew up. He spit it up. 70, 77% of his esophagus, he had to eat through a spoon. He was cursing. He was with me. Show me x-rays. We went to Waffle House and looked at x-rays. Man, we got stuff. We're nuts. We got stuff. I'm in Waffle House. You ever go to Waffle House? Worst coffee you ever drank in your life, right? Oh, God, so nasty. We were working, though, right? And then a guy coming in, cussing. Oh, here we go. If they're there, I'll find them. Oh, I got radar. They find me. I don't understand it. You can put me in a room with nine thousand, the crazy whacked out, they're going to find me. I just got to be nice. I just try to be nice. I'm like, oh, God, here they come. You can see them when they're coming to you. Oh, my God, like, hey. I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> so I'm in the Waffle House. <laughs> you ever heard this story? Never told you this one? Let me tell you this and we'll go home. Read Hebrews 11 when you go home. All right. So I'm there. And this dude is blowing out, screaming about it. I said, what's up? He's like, I got this thing in my throat. He's telling us what's going on. We prayed for him. Sure, true story. I ain't lying. He's right there. He was with me. I got a lot of you for. I don't lie about nothing. Lay hands on. I said, I don't know. He, he said, I said, blow it out of him. I don't know. I got the ministry of blow up, blow out. I, don't know. I got some kind of jacked up ministry. I don't know what I got. It's working. Right? I said, blow it out of him. I'm not telling you. I'm telling you with Lori. He said, he came back. He called me. He came with x rays. X rays. He put them on a thing on the counter. Pulled them out the thing. He said, here's one, here's the other one. He said, the doctor said this. It's cancerous growth. He said, on his throat. He said, I couldn't do surgery where it was. The way it was. He said it's too risky the way it did. Could have cut his cords or some junk. I don't remember what he was talking about. It was a long time ago. But he said, the doctor said, if I could have cut it, which I couldn't, that's where I would have cut it. And it broke off. He gagged on it in the middle of the night and spit it up. He said it was like a red-looking bloodsucker thing. He put it in a bag and took it there. Hospital. He was hemorrhaging out of his throat. Because they had to go cauterize him and go figure him out. He said, I don't understand. He cussing like a sailor while he was telling me. He cussed during a testimony. He said, I don't beep, 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 beep. I understand what beep, beep, beep. It was like beep, beep. I, was, I love it. This I love lost people. Go bring all your lost crazy friends to the church, please. Because the Christian people wearing me out. Go get the jacked up. Bring them drunk, high. Bring them anywhere you got them. Bring them crazy, kooky, demonized. I'll cast it out. It'll work. Bring them, man. Don't, don't worry about me. It'll probably be a weak guy go off anyway, jump on a chair or something, freak somebody out. Just bring them. Please bring them. Because they ain't bothering me none. I got him coming in. I had one guy lay hands on him. He's like, oh, shh. And it come out of his mouth. I was like, oh, my God in heaven. I was like, wow, praise the Lord. We're going to have to figure that out on the tape. It was really rough. But bring them, man. They need Jesus. You needed Jesus, too. Stop critiquing. And don't be critiquing these guys leading people to the Lord. Don't ask me about Kanye. Be quiet. How saved were you the first month? Be quiet. Leave it alone. Rejoice when somebody's winning. Stop being down on the people that are winning. Cut it out. Cut it out. I don't know, but if you lift up Jesus, praise be to God. I got him in your ass, shout out. He said, man, this thing broke off. I said, bro, are you ready to get saved yet? God wasn't even saved yet. 
Guy went to the house. He got saved. I came to his house. I said, bro, you can't argue with this. I mean, doctor can't even. God, doctors got x-rays. This is a miracle. I've never seen anything like this in my life. He did it for one guy. It wasn't even lost. It was lost. It wasn't even saved. Faith. What do you believe? I believe God can do anything. I know you do too. But he can do whatever. All things are possible to him that believe. All things are possible to him that believe. They're lost. Yeah, they're rough. Cares, man. They need love. They need hope. The world ain't got no hope. You were with me. Remember that one guy <laughs> falling out? He screaming, cuss I was like, oh my God in heaven. How you, how you explain this one? You don't have to explain it. Let them have the experience. They need faith. The world's looking for faith. The world's looking for somebody to believe. Don't ever forget this. The burden of proof isn't on you. It's on Jesus. I don't have to prove it. He just told me to preach it. I don't have to back it up. I just got to go for it. What if it doesn't work? What if it does? You see what I'm saying? Have faith, man. Go share what you got. Give it away for crying out loud. You can help somebody. Give them what you got. Even if you got a little bit, a little bit's enough for somebody that's got nothing. Help somebody. Those are just like, man, the journey with God, it's awesome. But you got to develop your faith. Hebrews 11.1, 1, you know what it basically says? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, as evidence is not seen. By it, we understand the elders obtained a good report. We understand that the world was framed by words. But the things that you see were not made with things which appear. That means faith made everything. So faith can create your new world because everything you see is temporal, but the word of God is eternal. So you got temporal all around you, but you could change it with eternal. Your faith is going to change your world. Amen? Someday we'll talk about the title deed. Come on, stand up on your feet. I'm telling you, listen to me. If you need a miracle in here, lift your hands to heaven. I'm telling you right now, God will give you a miracle. People are going to get miracles in here. That's why I talked about it. I talked about miracles in here because he's a miracle-working God. God will give you a miracle. I'm telling you what, we're going to step in. I'm telling you, 2020, we're going to step into a greater. I know what the word is from 2020 already. God gave it to me. It's the year of greater glory. That means he's coming with a greater weight. He's coming with greater weight of his presence. It's going to get so strong on you. The glory is going to fall in here. Lift your hands to heaven. You get hungry for God, watch him come on you. Watch the glory. Hallelujah. It's fallen already. The glory is going to fall in here. It's the glory of God. Jesus. You need a miracle, lift your hand to heaven. You need a miracle, lift your hand to heaven. You need a miracle, it's like a wave. It just hit, it's like dominoes. Pow, 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 pow. Yeah, you're going to, you're going to, you're, 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 you're going to fall, fall in the chair. Glory. It's like a weight in here. It's a wave of heaven. It's a wave of heaven. If you need a miracle in here, just press, just lift your hands to heaven and press it and watch it. People here need miracles. Restoration. Miracle work. If you're watching online, miracles will come online. Just believe God. Just thank Him that He can do it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, just keep an eye on it. Thank you, Lord. Just lift your hands to heaven. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, just keep it on it. Jesus! There it goes. Watch. Bam. If it gets on you real strong, just sit down. Hallelujah. Glory. 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 Glory to God. God, we thank you for miracles. We thank you, God, you're the miracle worker. We thank you, Lord, that you're going to do supernatural miracles. Yes. Supernatural miracles in our midst. We thank you, Lord for a change and transformation. So, Father, we just thank you that our faith, and just dec- decree this with me, just say this with me. Say, Jesus, thank you that my faith is being built up. My faith is going to another level. My faith will overcome the world. I have received because I have believed. It's the word of faith which I speak and which I preach.
I believed it, and I receive it. My faith comes by my hearing. My hearing has produced my faith. My beliefs will be released supernaturally this season, and I know my faith cannot be denied. I receive everything that God has for me, and I develop my faith to produce everything God said I can have, I will have. Thank you, Father, for faith. My faith in you overcomes everything in my life. Thank you, Lord. I believe it, and I receive it. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. And everybody said amen and amen. Come on, put your hands together. You did great. All right. Don't forget, Sunday, 9 and 1030, we're going to be talking about this, and I'm going to keep pushing this faith, man. Don't miss. If you miss, you got to miss, go back and catch it. Like, if you didn't catch Sunday, go watch it. You go watch it on the thing, go on the archive, or go to that podcast, and they got the Is it on, Ange, the podcast? If not, it'll be close. Go to the thing, get it, listen to it. You can go back, archive it. You're going to go next week. We're going to go right in. Sunday, I'm coming right in there and saying, I'm going to show you how to develop this thing now. You know? That's why it's important you got it. You got to get this stuff. Go one, go after the other. They add on. Is that okay? I love you guys. You're doing great. God bless you. Keep up the good work. You guys are dismissed. Go do it. Make it happen. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.